You're listening to the very special Longbox Crusade episode, The 12 Days of Crusademus, 2019. The first thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me is finding a Christmas tree. The second thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me Rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The third thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Hangovers. Rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The fourth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Sending Christmas cards. Hangovers. Rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. Christmas cards, hangovers, breaking up the lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The sixth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, facing my in-laws, five months of bills. I hate those Christmas cards, hangovers, breaking up these lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The seventh thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Facing my in-laws Five months of bills Standing Christmas cards Oh jeez, I'm trying to rig up these lights And finding a Christmas 12 Indiana Jones Jonesine Hello and welcome to the 12th and final installment of the 12 Days of Crusademus for 2019 Brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. The 12 Days of Crusademus is our gift to the comic-loving podcast community to celebrate the holiday season. And we have been celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some often overlooked comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past. Each day of the 12 Days of Crusademus 2019, we have brought you a new hidden gem of a comic book series. Brought to you by either one of our Jingling All The Way co-hosts or one of our podcast celebrity guests. Until we get all the way to today, December 25th, Christmas Day. Christmas Day is here. Christmas Day is here. Yes, indeed. Yay. It's Christmas Day. And I am your host for this 12th and final day of Crusademus 2019. It's me, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados Kringle. (laughs) 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 And here are the right jolly old elves joining me around the fire with some hot cocoa in hand with some ice for today's unwrapping. Joining me is Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist. It's a prescription for danger. AKA Death Probe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. As usual, I like to imagine our listeners are nestled snug on their couches. The mm-hmm. presents have been open and there's wrapping paper laying around. Kids are playing with new toys and they've got a hot mug of cocoa in their hands and earbuds in their ears and just settling down to spend Christmas Day with the four of us, which means a lot to me. And this is a good community of friends, mm-hmm. families, and I'm glad that we can all be here. Every one of us. Hey, guys, it sounds like a party upstairs. Can I join in? With the exception of you, get back in the basement! (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas, Jared. Let let him up. Merry Crusademus. 
All right. Maybe one of us should clean out his poop bucket too. Just- <laughs> hey, 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 hey. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> I was just saying in the spirit of Christmas. No, not no, it. Not it, just to be clear. That's yeah, a duty yeah, for somebody else. Too. All right, Clinton, you can come out. You can clean up all this wrapping paper. Make us some eggnog. Maybe make us a little bit of lunch. Is, is that a snack tray? Because I'm really running out of food down here. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> And also joining us around this festive fire and keeping himself warm and cuddly is Jason the Weasel Skull. How are you, Jason? This Christmas Day. I'm fine. You know, sitting here in front of the fireplace with my brother and two best friends, it reminds me just how lucky I am. And, you know, I shouldn't be selfish and wish for material things. Really appreciate what I have, but... Hmm? That why don't I see a sky striker size box under that tree? I blame Clinton. <laughs> now, he may have ate it. I mean, we're not feeding him. No, Clinton put that with the other sky strikers I got. <laughs> oh, yes, no, no, I know, I, should, I know I, that one doesn't have the stickers on. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just gonna break it and then it'll be okay. <laughs> And then we'll throw it away. Yeah, everybody's got Sky Striker jokes. And don't think I didn't listen to your G.I. Joe podcast earlier this year either, you know. Yeah, I, I, I've I, caught I, your jokes. I thought this was supposed to be a happy time. <laughs> Very yeah, happy. Somewhat the airing of grievances as well. <laughs> little festivist action yes. for the rest of us. <laughs> hey, Whistle Skull. Oh, I don't know. What, Mr. Khan? I just want you to know I've been listening to you all year long, and I got something for you in this hand. You see what's written on this knuckle? Says Sky, Mr. Connery. And what about this knuckle? <laughs> striker, Mr. Connery. <laughs> There's a Sky Striker! <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> hey, uh, Clinton, get us a band aid. <laughs> Oh, Some Scottish justice. Oh, oh man, what, what's going on here? We're supposed to be. Uh, it's, it's Christmas here now. Uh, uh, Sean, I just want him to remember the spirit of Christmas. It's given, it's family, it's brandy. Uh, or whiskey. <laughs> Mr. Connor is not wrong there. <laughs> sorry. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, fellas. I'm sorry. Let's continue on with this. I Maybe next year for the Sky Strike. Maybe next year. Maybe, maybe. Let's let's go ahead and uh, say hello to our last jolly old elf. We have Delvin the Dark Web. Williams, hello. Merry Christmas. I hope this scene didn't uh, disturb you at all. No. I understand Jason's frustration. I may have aided and abetted in Jason's frustration. So I'm too, but... It's, it's okay. Lack of Sky Striker besides, and, and maybe one or two hundred jokes. <laughs> There's still love and festivities and happiness in the air overall, and that's a good thing. You know, it's you, it's, it's me, it's mm-hmm. Jason, it's Jared, it's Clinton. Even though he's kind of at a distance, I don't like looking at him directly. It's yeah. Don't of, don't don't give my contact. Yeah, least. it's just awkward. But you know, like it's all five of us here as a podcast family. It's a good occasion. Delvin. <laughs> oh, uh, let somebody out. You forgot somebody. I'm sorry, Mary J. Uh, and you're standing under the mistletoe. Oh, Ooh. boy. Okay. Put one on, on Mary J. But, but, but go more on the right side of the face. I'm still nursing this cold sore. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's all right. You know what? Got my copay taken care of. I got my doctor. <laughs> That's my boy. Absolutely. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. We can always have Clinton do it. <laughs> I can't open this door. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's he's holding the other side. <laughs> <laughs> he disappeared quick. <laughs> now he wants out. <laughs> oh, well, Merry Christmas to you guys. I'm glad you are here with me in the LBC studios celebrating this joyous day. Man, can you believe it? This is the last day of Crusademus. Man, three years of this, man. This yeah. is 36 episodes of Crusademus, man. I know, I know. Becoming one of my favorite parts of the year is listening to these get released. Mm-hmm. It is fun. It is. It is, because, I mean, peek behind the curtain, we do these things way in advance, so by the time we're releasing them, I've forgotten who the guests were, <laughs> what the comics were. It's, it's due like, to me. It's like, due to me all over again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but... That brings us to, again, today, the final day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of Crusademus. And that ends with me. So why don't we go ahead and get this Christmas party started? Here's the gift that I have brought, and I've been waiting 11 days to give this to you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. As you have heard in the singing intro, today is 12 Indiana Jones Jonesing, which means we're unwrapping. Here, Clinton, unwrap this for me. Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, number one, from the 1991 Dark Horse Comics series. Just a little brief kind of history or info on this issue is uh, the writer was William Mesner Lobes. Some of you may know of him. Best known for writing and drawing Journey from Aardvark Vanaheim, writing Thor from Marvel, and The Flash. That's Dr. the one Fate. I know from, The Flash. Dr. Fate, Wasteland, Wonder Woman from DC Comics, and of course, you guys, for the last two years, we've had these comics on Crusade Miss. And this one is no exception, and it should be on here as well. It's Jaguar from Impact Comics. Mm-hmm. Artist was Carl Kessel, and he has written, inked, and occasionally penciled Superman, Superboy, Harlequin, Spider-Man, Suicide Squad, Fantastic Four, Captain America, and many, many others. So, this Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis comic is a four-part adaption of the video game of the same name. Installments for this were published by Dark Horse Comics every two months from March to September 1991. Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis is a point-and-click adventure game by LucasArts, originally released in 1992. Almost a year later, it was reissued on CD-ROM with an enhanced talkie edition with full voice acting and digitalized sound effects, which is really cool. And in 2009, this version was also released as an unlockable extra on the Wii action game Indiana Jones and the Staff of Kings and is now digitally distributed on Steam. So I would say go ahead and find this game and play it. It's awesome. Some of the main reasons why I love this book are it's Indiana Jones. Who doesn't love Indiana Jones? It's Adventure. Who doesn't love Adventure? And it's Indiana Jones. So who doesn't love Indiana Jones? (laughs) I say, yeah. yeah. The occasional yeah. communist. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, but he, he fights them. Who doesn't, like, who doesn't love him uh, fighting those guys? It's based on an Indiana Jones video game. So how cool is that? And again, I don't know if I mentioned it, but it's Indiana Jones. No, you, no, you didn't cover that. <laughs> So, and by the way, Pat, yes, you call him Dr. Jones. Oh, I'm sorry. Doll. <laughs> so, this I mean, I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. So, being able to get some other adventures and all that wherever I can, 
I was really, really liked it. So that was one of the main reasons why I chose this one. Uh, playing the video game, I do have still have that, the talkie version. So it was really cool. Back in the day, you put the CD-ROM in, and it would actually have some vocals as you would play it, so you didn't have to read the text. It was really state-of-the-art at the time. Like Harrison Ford to do the voice or not? No, I think they had some other, other guy did the voice. Like Michigan James? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wisconsin Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Washington Weasel. Washington Weasel, yeah. The Washington Weasel. So, yeah. And, you know, and back then, LucasArts was just, they were, any game they were making, it was selling like hotcakes and just, they were putting out really, really cool games at the time. A lot of point and click adventure games that I loved. And prior to this, I also had a few other Indiana Jones games that were from Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade as well, too. So I remember having a game that I needed to play and upgrade my computer, my dad's computer. Had to put a little more extra RAM in order to play some Indiana Jones on it. A little bit of that Did molar it. RAM. Mm-hmm. Molar <laughs> RAM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, have you guys read any Indiana Jones comics from this Dark Horse series, Jason? You know, I actually found, I think it was issue two or three when we were together at Heroes Con diving through some bins. Okay. Haven't read it yet because I was going to try to find one and two, but I had to put it in the pile because, you know, it's got that Dorman cover. It just looked really Mm -hmm. good. (laughs) You know, so you can't pass that up. So I guess that's kind of a Weasley way of saying I have it, but haven't read it. Okay. Dark Horse did do a lot of other series after this, a lot of other adventures. So there's more to get into for these comics. Delvin, how about you? Other than what we've covered on Longbox Crusade, and that wasn't Dark Horse, it was a part of the Marvel series. Mm -hmm. No, I don't have any uh, Dark Horse Indiana Jones experience. And Jared? I do have some experience in this realm. My friend, about two or three years ago, I did a convention down in Panama City where Dave Dorman was the special guest. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough to be next to him. My son Jordan came with me, and my wife wanted to have something nice for Jordan to get, so she had taken a trip out to Colorado, the home of Mile High Comics. Mm -hmm. And what she purchased for him to get signed at that con was this for issue run. So Jordan has it, and he has them all autographed by Dave Dorman. Oh, and uh, awesome. pretty sweet, yeah. So yeah, I'm all I'm all in on this man. Those covers too. I mean, it's like movie poster. Oh, Dave Dorman's the best man. You know, looking art that you just want to go. Oh man, this is it's Indiana Jones. Well, for today, and it's been said already that I've asked the boys here to read Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis number one because, well, yeah, I decided to go with this first issue to get everyone hooked on the start of this new adventure of Indiana Jones. Again, you know, I played the game as a kid. I'll still go back and play it again once in a while just because it's such a great adventure. And the really cool thing is the game, you get a different side of it than what you get when you read the comic. So Mm. there's more story going on in the comic book. And the game is more, you know, more adventure kind of. So it gets you into the action and puzzle solving, things like that right away. It's nice to have them both because you get more of an in-depth of the story going on behind the whole fate of Atlantis. Let's get into a quick summary. So late 
At night on May 5th, 1939, Indiana Jones awoke from a dream in which he had been rejected as an offering to Tenochtitlan. In the dream, Tenochtitlan had offered him to be thrown into crocodiles. Indy had used his bullwhip to escape them, only to be hit by a rain of arrows. On awakening, Indy told himself to stop dwelling on the lecture he was giving the day after. The adventure really begins when a mysterious stranger shows up at Barnett College, inquiring about the origins of an ancient key. Dr. Jones traces the key to a 3,000-year-old archaeological find that his former archaeological colleague, Sophie Hepgood, now a trendy psychic, Madame Sophie, is doing very well for herself by fleecing people out of their hard-earned money. Indy discovers that the keys open a secret compartment in one of the tiny Minotaur-like statue artifacts from that dig. No sooner had Indy discovered this than the mysterious stranger, revealed to be an SS colonel, sneaking into Sophie's place and attempting to seize the artifact. The Nazis felt it held the key to finding Atlantis and to a source of limitless power, and only Indiana Jones could stop them from getting it. So, let's find out what the guys think of this issue. We're going to start with Delvin. What's your thoughts? It was an interesting story. I already know that compared to you guys, there are just some things, as we have learned over our three-plus-year mm-hmm. relationship, that there are some things that you three guys are like firmly like, yeah, this is my childhood, this is my girlfriend, and I loved it. And there are just parts that I'm just like... Yeah, I missed it. <laughs> we got to respect the culture, Delvin. <laughs> Look, I do respect the culture. I just, I will never fake what I didn't have a part of. I'm not going to laugh at a Star Wars joke that I don't know or oh, no, pretend that's fine. that I'm some Indiana Jones file that I'm not. So I'm coming on this with probably the freshest eyes of the four of us. Mm-hmm. And that said, I thought it was a good read. I do have one question. Is it just one of those historical fiction pieces that they put Indiana Jones back in the 30s? Or has Indiana Jones always been back in the 30s? He's been around in that time frame, yeah. You know, way back then, things were going on. There was a lot of more archaeological digs and... Mm -hmm. It centers around a lot about World War II. And uh, Adolf Hitler actually did send people to try to find occult items and things like Mm -hmm. that. So, yes. To answer your question, yes, it always takes place in the late 30s, early 40s. Raiders was 36. A Temple of Doom, I think, was 35. It was technically a prequel. Mm -hmm. And then Last Crusade, I think, was 39. Flat out. Did not know that. Didn't know it. So, cool. So now this is a piece of historical fiction. And it it was cool how Indiana Jones kind of was a, a pretty cool professor, but how him being a professor led to the start of this big adventure. I like how it was a good buildup to that as opposed to just throwing an archaeologist in the middle of an adventure, which seems very improbable. So there are a lot of good things to like about it. I did like the buildup. The action was very intense up to and including Indiana Jones getting shot which was unexpected, and he got in several scrapes. It was a good issue, and it was a worthwhile read. Very good. Jared? Well, Delvin, with his outsider view, just told us exactly what we want to hear. It's an Indiana (laughs) Jones story. It's uh, archaeological digs. It's him as a professor. His professorism finds him the job, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. It's the formula for Indiana Jones, and it's really good. The actual title is Indiana Jones and the the what now? And the Fate of Atlantis. Did you even read this? Well, I just thought it should be retitled retitled, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Dim Not sure how he resisted those (laughs) hooters there. (laughs) 
There is that one panel. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of panels. And he's like, oh, we've only been colleagues. That's why you need a good artist. We shared a blanket, but nothing happened. And I'm like, well, he was even saying, there's never really been a spark between us. But she comes out here. I'm going to hit that. <laughs> and then he was like, was that the window? Was that the door? Was that the door? <laughs> but, but his love of archaeology even trumped that because he's like, I could hit that, but I really got to catalog these pieces. Yeah. There's there a piece I would have cataloged. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I just had to get that out of the way. Um, that's why I got coal instead of a sky <laughs> Woo, Indiana Jones got a lot of willpower. <laughs> that would have been all like, hum dum shiba, hum dum shiba. Only a man pass. Only a man pass. Well played, Cristano. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, put this thing back on the rails. Excellent story, excellent characterization, good artistry. Yeah, it's a, it's good stuff, man. Excellent. If you like Indiana Jones, you'll like this. If you like High Adventure, you'll like this. Like so, it. yeah, good stuff, man. All right, Jason. Yeah, I think uh, I liked everything that uh, the other two had to say. I'll just throw in uh, one of the things I really appreciated was uh, Mr. Travis. The college jock student. Yeah, yeah, he was cool. I, I liked him, man. I would like to see. I hope there's more of him to come. He's definitely way better than that mutt character from the the last movie. That man went all out to pass that class. I just, yeah. I just yeah. want to say that. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, he did put in the effort. I thought that that was really good. But yeah, I, I just really agree with what everybody else says. And I'll just say that it really made me look forward to the next issue. Okay, very good. So you're definitely going to, if you see more, you pursue it. Oh, yeah, I will go into, we'll go more into that candy cane round. But I okay. think you could definitely put me in the yes column there. Okay, good. Well, thank you guys for indulging me and in reading that this Christmas day. Mm-hmm. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and, as Jason said, let's go ahead and find out what your interest is in the series. Using the official Crusademus candy cane scale. On a scale of 1 to 12 candy canes, 12 being extremely interested and 1 being no interest at all, how many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title? And keep in mind, this is the last day. So if you got any extra candy canes you want to give. A little you know, campaign. In lobby, 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 lobby. Cristado Scringles can always use a little extra. <laughs> I don't know. I gave out a couple 12s this yeah, year. It's been a good year. It's been a good year. Well, let's find out, Jared. How many candy canes? Well, let's see. I do these. I break it down into four categories. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Raiders, Temple, <laughs> Crusade Kingdom. Okay. For Raiders, I get, you know, I'm not even going to do the joke all the way through. Let's just go ahead and yeah. say I already own it all. So it's difficult for me. But I, if I put myself in the mindset that I didn't, I would say 10, 10 candy canes. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. Jason, you're going to give me more than 10 or what are you going to? This one's a little unusual because uh, first, let me break it down to my humor, heart, spectacle and art. Mm, OK. Yep. Humor, I'm giving it a three. I really laughed out loud in that scene there where he drops that fun. guy off the building. And he's like, big guy like that. I would have fig- wouldn't have figured him funny. for a soprano. That was, that, was funny <laughs> that was funny. That was laugh out loud funny. Heart, give it up for Travis, man. Travis all heart getting that grade fighting Nazis. I like that. Spectacle, great fight in the apartment. So I gave that one 
a two. Humor, three. Heart, I gave a two. Spectacle, a two. And art, I knew Carl Kessel inked a lot, but I didn't realize he was a lead artist. And on this, he did a really good job. I'm giving him a two on that as well. So, all told, that would be nine candy canes. But, as you said in your introduction, it's Indiana Jones. It's mm-hmm. 12. That's it. Same with James Bond. It gets a 12. I'm wow. getting Going in my pile. Woo! Wow. Wow, I am just blown away. Man. Wow, that's amazing. Oof. Jason's got his fedora on and everything. Yep. Merry Christmas. Yep. Hey, Merry Christmas. You bring Indy, you get 12 candy canes. That's awesome. That's awesome. We got to give credit where credit is due here, by the way. The penciler on this book was Dan Barry. Oh, okay, it was. All right. Uh, Carl Kessel did some inking. He inked books one, two, and three. Oh, yeah. But Dan Barry was indeed the penciler. And when we were talking about it, I kept thinking I could have sworn it was somebody else who did the pencils on it when I mm. read it. But Shoot. I, I don't. I'm not trying to poke holes in anybody or anything. Just I just want to make sure he got his credit. It was Dan Barry. But Carl Kessel did ink books one through three. Well, whoever drew it got it too. It's really good. Yeah, that's my bad. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's okay. Oh. Dan Barry's getting the credit now. Carl Kessel, you did a great job with the inks, colors, outstanding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good mm-hmm. stuff. Good teamwork all around. Delvin. So when I give my eight to it, that's going to average out to about 10 candy canes for all of us. I did the math for you. Don't worry. We do that here at Action Film Face Off. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, I want to caveat the eight. Not that eight's a bad score, but what I would definitely do is if I were over... Jared's house and he had this full run and he was like, you remember we talked about this on Crusaders? You want to read it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it would be one of those after not playing with my godsons that I I would sit down and and give it a read because I did enjoy sitting there reading it outside of my gym before I I went in. It was a good read and a pleasant read and I did enjoy it. Nice. It's a wonderful Christmas day. Yeah. Dr. Jones. We got some good numbers here, so I'm going to put that up. I'll take that and put that on my artifact trophy. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know why? Anything goes. Anything goes. Uh, oh, by the way, Pat. Yes. Would you like to know what is in this Christmas cocoa mug that I have here? I do. I would. I would like to know what's in that mug. It's the antidote to the poison oh. you just drank. I don't know what's going on. Pat, you throw me the comics. I'll throw you the candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tell of these. <laughs> Adios, Pat. Oh, well, these nuts. Why did it have to be these nuts? All right. Well, let me just give one last recommendation for this series. Again, it's Indiana Jones. It's adventure. It's Indiana Jones. You call him Dr. Jones. Jones, You call him Dr. Thank you. And it's based on Indiana Jones video game. So again, I would recommend reading the comic. Go play the video game. You can get access to this game and get your Steam account and get downloaded and play it. Yeah, I think this is going to have to show up on like Comics to Console Crusade, my friend. 
that's a good cross idea. pollination here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never played the game, so it could be a bit it's of a, a computer game. So let's get high off our own supply. Didn't even know it existed. I didn't know that it was based on a video game until I started reading the comic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I played um, a bunch of the Indiana Jones games, you know, that came out on like Xbox yep, and PS2 yep. and all that. But yeah. Yeah. This was like before. The, yeah. This is know, before that. Man, this is PC all the way. So it was a good time. I remember just spending nights, just graduated from high school and just spending my time playing this video game. So wearing your Night Ranger t-shirt. Yep. Yep. Cranking it up. That's going to wrap it up for today's gift-giving session of the 12 Days of Crusade Miss. Hmm, I'm a little sad, but I'm happy to because it was such yeah. a joyous time. Merry yeah, Christmas, man. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas. Thanks for sticking around with us. Mm-hmm. Even Clinton. Hey there, Crusaders. Clinton Robinson, a.k.a. the basement-dwelling curator of fan films here. Chubbins and Sweetums let me out for a few minutes so that I could send out a special Crusade Miss message to everybody. I just want to wish all the listeners and the Longbox Crusade crew a Merry Crusade Miss, Happy Holidays, and quite frankly send all of you a huge amount of thanks and appreciation for welcoming me and Fan Film Fridays onto the network, regardless of how much it requires me to stay put in the basement. Uh, speaking of... If anybody is willing to help me get free from the basement permanently, the address here is... Oh, no. Dale Arden just fainted in the punch bowl, and Sean Connery's giving me the look that says my time above ground is about up. So, once again, happy holidays. Merry Crusademus. Hey, hey, get your hands off me, Sean. I'm going, I'm going. And Jonathan Sugarhams. Mm. <laughs> Merry Christmas. John, are you sure that I should be recording this with you? I'm not on Transformers Chronicles like you are with Pat and Delvin. Hi, Delvin. Well, of course you should. You've been a guest on the show twice, and Delvin says hi to you on it all the time. Hi, Maggie. See, there he goes again. Besides, no one wants to hear Merry Christmas from just the lesser half of Married with Comics. Point taken. We at Married with Comics and the Rod Pod wish everyone at the Longbox Crusade a Merry Christmas and the happiest of holidays. Even to me? Because I'm on Transformers Chronicles, like we mentioned. Well, I I guess. This is more of a message from us to the rest of them, because otherwise it looks like you're wishing yourself a Merry Christmas? Well, it would have been you saying it, so it would have been you wishing. It wouldn't have been too weird. This is already too weird? Now focus before we lose everybody. All right. To everybody involved in the making of or listening to any of the shows on the Longbox Crusade, I hope that the season brings only the best of times for you and yours. God bless us, everyone. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings. Till all are one? Till all are one. Maybe in the new year, I'll forgive him for what he did. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and remember, folks, you know, you don't stop playing when you get old. You get old when you stop playing. Absolutely. Here, mm-hmm. here. So we'd love to hear from you if you're familiar with any of the comics that we have covered here on the show, or if you give one of our recommendations a try. Let us know what you think. You can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Longbox Crusade. Or you can email us at contact at Longbox Crusade, and we will compile all the feedback for all 12 days of Crusademus and cover it on the next full episode of a Longbox Crusade. And if you're loving Crusademus and didn't get a chance to listen to last year, if you scroll far enough, way back, way back, and that's like 12 episodes and then the over 70 or more now episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I can't believe it. It's been a long year. 
Go way back in time. Just <laughs> scroll, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Go back. You'll find all 12 episodes of Crusamus 2018. And if you even want more, there's another year from 2017. <laughs> yeah, Can you believe scrolling. it? <laughs> scroll some more. <laughs> moonwalk, moonwalk. You can also find that all on the Longbox Crusade website, longboxcrusade.com. Well, that'll wrap it up for the 12 Days of Crusademus. Please let us know if you listen to all 12 Crusademus episodes by using the hashtag Crusademus Warrior. Woo! Hashtag Crusademus Warrior. We want to know if you made it through all 12. Yeah, we might bring you up on uh, if we do a New Year's show. We might yeah. do a New Year's show. Maybe. Never know. You never, never know. know. We're, we never know what happens here at the LBC. Oh, crazy. Crazy. Anything goes. Anything goes. I can't say stop it because it's Indiana Jones, but I know that much that because I don't get it. Keep going, Pat. We would also like to say thank you so much to our guests that stopped by the LBC Network Studios to hang with us around the fireplace, sipping hot cocoa and talking about a favorite comic book of theirs. Give a big thank you to. Professor Frenzy. It's a joke. Paul Hicks. Ruth and Darren Sutherland. Sean Ross. Chris and BTO and Fat Books. This wouldn't be Christmas without us saying that. Rick Heineken. Toronto Cop. And Ryan Daly. So thank you for joining us and being a guest on Crusade Miss 2019. We really appreciate it. and had a great time Heck talking yeah. with you all. Thanks for listening, everyone, and Merry Christmas from the LBC crew here in the festively decorated Longbox Crusade Studios. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good read. DJ Cristados, play one of my favorite Christmas jams. Wickedy, 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 wickedy. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Everyone, Merry Christmas. Ooh. Hey, hey, moon. It's funny how time just flies. Yesterday we were just kids Hanging in the sky Staying up all night Hey, hey moon Do you ever get a tear in your eye? When you think about the time that God came down I couldn't help myself I had to shine so bright I remember that newborn baby And the wise men that traveled so far That's when I knew I was made for a reason I feel like the luckiest star Hey have changed I wish that they could see the things we've seen before the colored lights and the Christmas tree Hey Hey moon So many are still searching for signs God is stirring in their hearts They will lift their wandering eyes and see us shine then they'll remember that newborn baby And the wise men that traveled so far They'll know they were made for a reason I feel like the 
Song clips and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. Just voice in with with your comic with shit, Pat. What? It wasn't. Yeah. All so right. How do you really feel? Maybe I'm maybe I'm lying. Maybe I like it. Maybe I'm gonna go when I edit your episode and change my freaking score on it. <laughs> so like obviously recorded a different but time. I give it a one. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so, uh, you know, I really hate this. <laughs> no, I'm just going to have Siri say it in there. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not Pat's voice. All right. If you guys are ready. Let's do it. I got my script up. Where are your pants? Pants are. Yeah, it's kind of chilly, so I got to keep them on, don't I? Well, pants you're, on. Look, you either commit to it or you don't commit to it. Okay. <laughs> you're either on the pants or you're on the pants. <laughs> 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 What are you looking at me like that? What do you give me the stink eye for? Who? Jared. Not you. No, no, you both give me a stink eye. <laughs> stink eye me. We want you to make them hear it, make them feel it, make them believe it. You know I can't perform with you guys watching me. <laughs> <laughs> there goes another candy cane. <laughs> so let me tell you what I got grift wrapped in that stocking of mine. You So speaking about the story, let's go ahead and get a quick synopsis. And that's brought to you by Jason. Oh, it is. No, I'm just kidding. Late at night on May 5th, 1939. <laughs> Indiana Jones woke up from a dream in which he had been rejected as an offering of Tenochtitlan. I don't Tenochtitlan. Tenochtitlan. You put that in your own summary. <laughs> I, I was reading some of these names. I'm like, why did what? Pat do this to him? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. Can I have another? Thank you, sir. Can I have another? Hey, it's no 39 pager. <laughs> oh, see, I wasn't going to talk about oh. the extra pages. That, I mean, don't think I didn't notice. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh, here we this go. is going to be a rough Christmas day. <laughs> that family you know, spirit's dissolving quickly. I noticed with my face. Yes. <laughs> I noticed. Guys, uh, Mr. Connery and MJ said they need the basement for an hour. Do you think there's any way I can come up there and avoid a horror movie? Because I really don't want to see this one again. 
comes a time when we heed a certain call when the world must come together as one there are people dying and it's time to lend a hand to life the greatest gift of all we can't go on pretending day by day that somehow somewhere will make a change we are all a part of God's great family and the truth you know love is all we need